Hello everyone to whoever's listening to this. This is episode number 91 and it's 2nd of October, it's a Friday and it's almost 10.30 right now. Yeah, I'm recording this bit earlier than my usual schedule because I want to watch something uh, before I sleep. Now, I'm actually, I've uh, uploaded my set, my DJ set on YouTube and it's still like in the uploading phase. Uh, yeah, it's checking everything, copyright and everything. It's already got some copyrights, so I can't monetize it. That's okay. Like anyways, I didn't want it to monetize this video for sure because I can't <laughs> because it's not my music in there. Uh, anyways, this uh, finally compiled to be a better video. Uh, it had some issues earlier with the green screen, uh, but now it's looking really nice uh, as I did some tweaking on enhancements on the green screen. So it worked out to be really good. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'll get, I probably got some copyrights already on this video. Like I'm literally in front of my screen right now while I'm recording this. So I'm working as well as checking this out. Uh, uh, did I did uh, didn't work on much of the music uh, today because I was wo working on my day job. Just worked on little bits and pieces like the smaller things, like just just fitting around the door kind of thing which I do. Just did that and. Uh, yeah, that's it. And the rest of the day, I was mostly watching a lot of uh, courses on Skillshare. So I, I, I got, uh, I learned a couple of like productivity courses and leadership courses. And I did, I started this piano course, which is sounding to be really fun because I've had a learn. I've seen a couple of piano courses on YouTube and other places, but I didn't enjoy it actually. But this one I really enjoyed at the first episode itself. And it's like a 15 episode module, but I'm damn sure it will take beyond that. But yeah, this is sounding interesting at, at least till the first uh, iteration of this course. And yeah. Sounds cool. So probably I'll this I'll finish this course for this time because I usually don't finish uh, courses. Like I have bought a violin and it's still just lying down there in my room. I haven't done much in that. I'll try to learn. I'll try to learn that for sure. Almost probably I'll just sell it because I I'm not I'm not getting the vibe at all to learn it. Like I I I enjoy listening to a violin but playing is uh, it is actually really tough it's not that easy how it looks uh, anyways uh, I had yeah, yeah I got this email I've got tons of emails yes copyright by this copyright by that lots of people Mostly it's by Proton. Yeah, it's mostly it's by Proton. 
proton is basically a website uh, uh not a website it's like an whole, it's a whole uh, tool for uh, labels to get artists on board like having uh, contracts and all that with them and all that stuff basically uh, getting copyright issues like how they are doing right now on the youtube videos it's all like a very clean process uh, proton and there's one more i don't remember i've signed a contract through that uh, site which is releasing on i guess 19th of october or something uh, so they also have a very cool not they the, these kind of platforms don't look cool at all it, the process goes really smoothly maybe the back end and everything is sorted and that's what it needs to work on like they don't it's not necessary for them to work on their design and everything as long as the back end works properly like uh, i think so there are a couple of websites i'll just check i have my pc in front of me so i'll just check what that website is what that back end is actually uh, uh, pro tool pro, pro tunes pro tunes is one of the oh, that platform which helps labels to get uh, releases by artists on their label this is really cool actually they have good amount of uh, releases uh, and, and like artists can have good amount of releases without the need of worrying about like all these copyright stuff and all the payment stuff that is also sorted when they like split the payment into 50 50 and within uh, between the label and you so it's all good i think i should talk about this actually like i have uh, this is one portal and proton is one more portal which i've heard of and there's one more it's called label works it's called, yeah it's called label works but i don't think so they handle the uh, copyright issues it's just for getting uh, it's for labels to get demos uh, basically wait a sec why didn't it show up label works uh no 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 i think so i'm spelling it right label demo works whatever yeah works it's it's not a k it's w o r x label works so yeah, they have like this whole distribution and everything is everything is in there with them so uh, they can give out promos to other DJs. So it's called Promo Works. They can get demos from artists. It's called Demo Works. And Demo Works is actually very shitty. Uh, like, I think so. Currently, uh, like, if, we, if I just consider the top labels, 80% of the labels have uh, uh, used this Demo Works. And it looks pretty shitty. It's like an old school form and which has to be filled each and every time you send a demo to a label which is very tedious and uh, other so like mostly like the top labels they consider like for new i think so these portals are only for the new artists if they if an existing artist wants to release any tracks on the labels they still prefer emails 
I guess the only issue is of the new waters because it's actually very difficult. Maybe I I'm, I haven't seen that side of the label, but while working with Perp, I have researched this a lot. Like the labels get shit ton of demos every day, out of which none of them are. Sometimes none of them are good. Sometimes one of them is good. It's like very uh, tedious work. Like sometimes the demo, even good demos get skipped just because. <sighs> one of the day <laughs> and not because you're one of the day so, yeah, sometimes mostly all the good demos also get skipped because the ANRs are not in that mentality of checking a demo basically like even in the Chris Lake stream which which I uh, used to see I think they I think they have stopped the demo stream now because I don't think so it's a good response in there last demo stream had a really good response it had like 20,000 viewers on Twitch. It was just viewers, it wasn't like demos, demos. So, even like sometimes Chris Lake would listen like the whole demo session, it's a three hour or four hour demo session. He would like just one or two tracks, that's it. And I was glad that I was in that one or two tracks because I, my, I had sent five tracks and he liked two tracks out of them and one track. Uh, out of those tracks, he loved one, one track. So I was glad that that happened, but I was like looking at the, his reaction to other uh, demos. I was like, uh, if he replies to my demos like this, then I would I would get de not depressed. But thing was, I I waited for this demo or like my demos to get heard for like a month actually, month or month a month and a week something, and finally I got my demos heard by him. Which which was actually early in terms of other artists because there are still other people who have haven't heard got their demos heard. So yeah, it uh, it's actually a very tedious process for the label. So the so having like a proper tool is necessary. I think so. There are only couple of uh, uh, these companies who give like a 360 solution. Like one of them, which I said is Label Works. They have the whole thing sorted out. They have this uh, promo works which gives out promos to DJs. Is then there's distribution and there's mix and mastering. There's many many other things. But there's no. I don't think so. There can be one 360 solution because even at work we are not look when we are developing a platform which is kind of sim. This is not like we can't say this is exactly the same. It's on the path like getting demos from new artists. So more of like uh, getting demos from uh, uh, making it easier for both the ANRs and all also easier for the producers and to have that kind of demo lobbying basically. So if you're sending demos to just one uh, one label and like ten hundred or so hundred of other producers are sending label uh, demos to same uh, label, then you actually uh, the thing nowadays which is there that these hundred people don't know each other but what if these somehow the hundred demos which got sent to this label somehow like these guys meet up because they have common interests and that's why they have sent demo to that particular label so there are chances that there can be a community where, which can be built among these people so this is really great actually in terms of like 
I won't talk much about verb because the thing is, if I say something, I would spill out like accidentally. I could spill out any C company secret, so I'm like keeping it very minimal and summarized. Uh, in terms of uh, these platforms, which I said, these backend platforms which work for music, like music industry, there's there's actually very uh, many scams as well. Like I have seen websites. Which offer you a promo service that they say they claim to say that so they claim claim to say is wrong word so uh, they claim that they send demos to a particular this uh, like DJs or labels they send demos to these particular people and uh, they send to the press release and everything. But at the end, it's not, and they and they say that okay, this is your demo, and this demo has been sent to these many people. And how would you know that okay, it has been actually sent to these many people? Because at the end, they just only give us, uh, like not us, like wh- whoever is using that platform. They just say uh, give a list of DJs who have listened to your track, and they also say what comment they have given to your track. Which is I, which is something I don't believe. Like they can, they can have some real ones, and they also can have some fake ones. Because if this list is like one-sided, it can be manipulated very easily. And at the end, they're charging for this. This is not a free platform. They're charging for this. If I, if you want my demo to, uh, they say that if you want your demo to be heard by these many DJs, you sign sign up with us. You send demos to these people and all that. It's mostly with the labels, uh, basically. Uh, like even if you open their website, the first thing you see. <sighs> Sorry. The first thing you will see: powering promo delivery, the world's finest record labels and PR agencies since 2014. So they have like a whole uh, this thing, like a platform, which uh, gives out music to people, uh, to the labels, and then they can send it to a huge promo list to whom they can send to send basically this is mostly most i think so the bigger data labels use this but i still doubt that what uh it is actually like is it really worth it or not so basically they have plans like 40 pounds for two promos per month Send two promos per month and all that. I don't know. It's forty pounds is like basically very expensive. But considering forty pounds a month, it would be like the month. It's really expensive. Forty pounds a month. Even two promos per month, I can understand. So pro, it's promos. So anyway, you won't be having more than that. Like if you're a label, then you might be having lots of promos a month. Like one promo cost cost me thirty pounds. Just one promo. So I can try it out, but I don't think so. I I should so waste my money into this. Instead, I can just use this thirty pound money to promote my music on Instagram. That is way much better than getting some maybe fake. Uh, what do you say? Fake comments or fake feedback on my. Like just for getting that, they're charging you this kind of money. 
so I'll probably not use that instead. And even the website design is not that good at all. Like I didn't like I don't like the way they present themselves. And I am really very judgmental in terms of how a company or how a person represent them represents themselves as a brand uh, in their designs. So like if some brand has better design than some some other brand, then I would consider the good design one as a first uh, like I first priority because. I, according to me, like uh, there are many companies. I am not saying that they have designed their uh, designed whatever their whole visual identity by themselves. But the thing is, if they care about design, if a company cares about design, then for sure they care a lot about their users as well. That that is a possibility. Like we can say that's a eighty percent possibility that if a brand has very good design very good aesthetics where or simple aesthetics or very good user experience ux design they have like i am 90 percent sure they they have a really good product as well it's very rare that companies with a good design have a bad product it's, it's there it's like the 10 percent which i said like i said it's 80 and 90 percent but there are still 10 percent companies who have might have a very good design but they just suck in their product basically but yeah there are they are like, there are exceptions for that as well and there are also very rare case uh, like this is a 50 50 percent of thing like there are some companies who are not that good at design but they are extremely good at their platform like extremely good at building what whatever they have built in on their brand may that be a digital brand may that be just a clothing brand or just any physical object whatever they're selling or whatever community they are making so even if their designs are not good sometimes the product turns out to be really good and this is only in terms of old companies like whichever old companies i've seen they have this kind of uh, formula where they don't worry too much about the design because they are very old they are they are from that era where design wasn't even considered so for them having a good design is not a must-have but having a good experience is a must-have there are many companies like that many indian companies and many uh, many companies abroad many bank companies many banks have this kind of uh, formula which i'm saying and some at the end go for a rebrand or redesign initially. So that's uh, that again falls into the other 80 to 90 percent where they're trying to be also good at design rather than just being good at their product. Uh, yeah, so my topic was actually about the back end, uh, these kind of back end uh, music industry platforms. So the tech, the softwares, or like what. What I can say is uh, the management and the industry management software, maybe. So, like, in flight is one of uh, which I was talking about, and uh, Proton is there, and Labelworks is there, and uh, there's one more which is trying to be some kind of wannabe in the game. Uh, the name is Label Radar. I have studied this company a lot. I wouldn't say anything about them because if 
anyone at the end listens to this after like one or two years even after one or two years they would realize what they're going wrong in and i don't want that at all they're going wrong at some things for sure like it's the platform it's just not acceptable in terms of whom their who their audience is basically i don't think so it it delivers the kind of message they want to deliver and yeah that's just my take on it and i know some things which they are like not doing it right like i i can literally see that that's happening in their brand and yeah there's one more but i won't take their name which I, this is a company i really hate it's one of the companies in music uh, whole software scene or what i can say music startup scene tech startups or music tech companies yeah this is the this is the very good name for the podcast episode as well anyways it's 21 minutes it's 20 minutes up since past 1 minute so yeah it's a uh, time up and uh, yeah if you have any thoughts about this whole music tech companies and everything you can just drop me a message on my instagram my instagram id is at the rate critics music and uh, if you like this episode you can just stay tuned and you'll get a new episode every day uh, if you are like eager and if you're like uh, you suspecting like why why is he uploading every day you can listen to the first episode or you can listen to the trailer of this uh, podcast if you're listening it on spotify and yeah stay tuned and hope so that you like other episodes as well and uh, yeah by the end i'll just say that my my new mix my new one hour tech house mix is up on youtube you can just check it out on youtube just just google my uh, my artist name kratex or just go on my youtube channel uh, it's called kratex <laughs> so you can just go on that and listen to my new tech house mix uh, it's published just after recording this episode that's why i just thought i would plug it in and anyways yeah see ya thanks for listening bye